Hey guys, and welcome to the new episode of Automated Server Podcast. Today I have a special guest, Ritu Java. Hi, Ritu. How are you? Hello, Jacob. How are you? So happy to be here. Great. Doing, do, doing great. Thank you. So, Ritu, I know that you're a CEO of uh, PPC Ninja, which is the Amazon agency, but on the same hand, uh, basically, you have your own software. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that and yourself and how did you actually start it even? Yeah, that's a great start. So yeah, I, um, you know, we started PPC Ninja in 2019. Uh, and um, it was created first as a software uh, to serve the Amazon uh, community and help them with um, their ads. Uh, it was a pretty simple software back then. Uh, since then, it has evolved quite a bit. Um, and I think uh, in the initial days, we, um, you know, we had this challenge that people uh, didn't know PPC well enough. So, you know, even though we had the software, they would still need to understand the fundamentals. They needed to understand how to run PPC and how to take advantage of our software, which is, you know, um, pretty interactive. Like it allows you to interact with your data in amazing ways. And uh, it's not like an AI one button, set it and forget it kind of thing. It requires a lot of uh, setting a lot of interaction, which is great because people like um, PPC managers or agencies, they have so much more control of their data. Uh, and so we started at that same time, we started uh, running uh, mastermind groups to help educate people about mm -hmm. PPC. So it became like a mission to kind of share as much information as possible about the whole idea of PPC, what, what are good practices, what are bad practices. Actually, there's a lot of controversial topics as well. So we engaged on some of those just so that we could bring everybody, you know, uh, to start thinking about these things and uh, to say, okay, this is one way. What about this other way? And is there a middle ground or what's the best way? What results are people seeing? So we started that education piece through masterminds. Um, and then uh, we were requested by you know, our, our sellers and other people in the industry to help manage their accounts because okay. they're like, okay, you know, all this is great, but could you just manage it for us? <laughs> you know, PPC is very hard. So you created a software, then you created the mastermind and then actually um, yeah. the agency services. That, that's, that's crazy, yeah. right? That actually yeah. started mm -hmm. like this, not the other way around. That's usually how it starts. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, so the agency is um, actually doing very well right now. We're getting so much inbound, like we don't even need to advertise. It's all word of mouth or just, mm -hmm. uh, you know, inbound from people uh, inquiring about our services. Uh, the reason also is that, you know, PPC is hard and uh, things are changing all the time. And, you know, a lot of sellers would rather spend a little bit of money, outsource their PPC to an agency that's purely focused on PPC day in and day out, uh, rather than invest their own time and energy and, uh, you know, effort in trying to learn the stuff that's always changing, always evolving. Yeah. So the advantage an agency has is that we have access to so much more data and we can quickly arrive at conclusions about what's working, what's not working, and we can pass on that benefit of our experiments on to our clients. So that actually works out really good for both. Um, so yeah, that's how we've kind of evolved, um, you know, from software to you yeah. know, education to services. That's awesome. That's awesome. Also, I mean, we, we've built 
some softwares for agencies and I just know that once the agency has its own software, it's it's really powerful. I mean, first of all, it's a great asset for the agency. This is also like what we tell um, like our clients when they actually think about investing. Second of all, this is their tool. They can actually, like every business is kind of different, right? Even though you're running the Amazon agency, every Amazon agency in the end is different. You have people to manage, you have ways of doing the business. So once you have your software, then of course, you know what you are doing and you don't, you, you can keep your own processes. You don't have to actually learn the new software and set up all of the processes according to it. I know there are great softwares out there, but again, um, this is a little bit different approach. And also, you know your numbers and you don't have to pay the ad spend for the software, which in the end could be really um, a huge amount of uh, dollars actually like that you have to spend yeah. on it, especially when you are managing bigger clients. So yeah, like there's a lot of great software out there. I think a lot of them are a little bit, um, I don't know how to say, like too powerful for a lot of agencies. Like you don't really yeah. need that much of the power you don't need that complex ai um you're usually good to go with with simple logic so i, I love the story but i would love to um, learn a little bit more of the background as well because i mean you just said that yeah okay we build the uh, tool but actually i would love to know a little bit of your background before that right like yeah. uh, i don't know if you started selling on amazon or you had like e-commerce store like what got mm -hmm. you actually to the position when suddenly you start building the tool yeah yeah um so i actually started my e-commerce journey as an etsy seller this was over okay. 10 years ago yeah so that was my uh first kind of foray into um uh e-commerce and i realized that you know just having a good product is not enough um i used to sell jewelry and um you know i thought my product was pretty good and i had good images i had but that was a brand, right? Or reseller? No, no, brand, my own. Brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So created um, created like a lot of listings and uh, created a lot of great images, you know, literally taught myself everything about a business, you know, how to take product photography, how to write uh, good listings, how to um, actually create like a YouTube channel to promote, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, oh, an nice. interest for, you know, this kind of stuff. Uh, created a Facebook community. So basically I had to teach myself like everything, all aspects of marketing, of running a business, shipping, all, all that stuff. Um, however, the challenge was that, uh, you know, it's it's not easy. Like just because you have a listing or a, even a great one, uh, visibility is the biggest challenge, you know, and that's how I got very interested in advertising. Like how do you get in front of your ideal shopper? Mm -hmm. um, even websites are not enough, you know, like websites generally have a very poor conversion rate, almost like 1% or 2% at best. Um, so even if you send traffic to your website... You mean website like a custom, like standalone e-commerce shop, yeah. like based, built on Shopify, right? Okay. Shopify, let's, let's say yeah. Shopify, right? Um, or yeah, any, any kind of website that has information about your products. It's very hard to generate traffic that is interested. There, there's a billion plus websites out there. Like how do you get yeah. discoverability? That's the challenge, right? So that wasn't going to work. Um, so anyway, so I... I decided to go back to school. I'm an engineer by background. I did my engineering a long time ago, but then I I thought, okay, this is my chance to kind of go back and um, formally study data science. So I, I enrolled in a course in data science mm -hmm. for a year and, and, and did that uh, in um, Seattle. Um, I actually used to live in Japan uh, 
way back then when I was as an Etsy seller, I was selling as an Etsy seller from Japan. Um, and then once I reached Seattle, I kind of, you know, uh, did my course and then stumbled upon Amazon as, and I looked at the conversion rates on Amazon. I was like, oh my goodness, this is it. You know, the conversion mm-hmm. rate on Amazon is averaging around 10%, some, some uh, even better than that. So why would I choose a 1% over a 10%? It just doesn't, oh, yeah. doesn't make sense. The math was just telling me 10% is the way to go. Yes. So I realized that um, the best ROI you can get um, from Amazon advertising, uh, and there's no reason to not jump into that space. So I did. I jumped into that space, and I, I started uh, working on ads, and then, you know, uh, fast forward but to you today. basically moved your brand to Amazon from Etsy, or you, no. you just completely started from scratch? Yeah, no, I, I shut down my brand uh, okay. back then. It was it served its purpose. It did its uh, education and everything. Yeah. Uh, but now I only work with uh, other brands. I only help them mm-hmm. on Amazon and uh, help them grow profitably. That's kind yeah. of our mantra to help uh, deliver profitable growth. Um, because it's not important, it's not enough to just have growth and, uh, you know, you need your profits as well. So profitable growth is what we strive for and all of our strategies, all of our techniques, as well as our software is geared towards profitable growth. Yes. So I really wonder what was your thought process because yes, you did the course, you actually realized, okay, Amazon is a golden opportunity. Uh, there's a huge conversion rate. I'll, I'll get into the ads on that, but at which point actually you thought about building the software i mean i'm really curious like have you found some problems in the community already and you thought that okay so software will automate it and and solve those issues or how was that like this actually clicked at your mind that you said all right i need to build the software Right. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't own the software. It's like a group of uh, three, three people, founders mm-hmm. that we got together and did it. So it was like a, like, it, it seemed like a no brainer, uh, to, mm-hmm. to, uh, to create this company. And, uh, uh, yeah. So I, I think, uh, the, the thought process was already kind of there. I just fit in nicely with the, the, the group of three and, and it just, uh, worked out that way. Uh, okay. so we're all aligned on helping and serving the Amazon community. Awesome, awesome. And now yeah. talking about, to, uh, about Amazon community, uh, yeah. I know that uh, there was a huge event recently, uh, by the, at, at least by the time speaking, because this podcast will be released in two months. But uh, yeah, there was an Amazon uh, Accelerate event. I know that you had a great speech there. Uh, there was a huge line actually waiting for your talk. Um, so you're actually a leader in the industry, in the community. And I also wanted to ask you actually, how come, right? Like, how did you end up going to those conferences, uh, become like a well-known leader, speaker? Uh, how did it happen? Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's uh, it's interesting that, um, you know, I started speaking. I was a very shy person. Like, I wouldn't even <laughs> put my face in front of the camera. This is 2020. A software engineer, I, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I was down in the... <laughs> on my desk and I, I don't I, I I'm I was so afraid of the camera so this is 2020 um, and then I when I started my first mastermind group I I realized hey it's not so bad you know the first mastermind group was attended by six people just six uh, and it was a small zoom call that I you know I just somehow got an email list and I sent out like 
you know, I said, hey, if anyone's interested, I'm going to do a free mastermind. And, uh, you know, so people, you know, they signed up for it. And generally the show up rate for anything, uh, any kind mm -hmm. of webinar or whatever is about 40%. So, yes, I got about 20 signups and about six people showed up. So I was happy. I was like, oh, my goodness, six people showed up. <laughs> yeah. um, and then that kind of was the starting point, uh, honestly, for all the talks. Uh, and then after I finished that six week mastermind, I was like, okay, I can do it again. And I did it again and then again and again. And at this point, I've done 32 masterminds already. Mm -hmm. So this was just all of this content is free. And um, you recorded on... all of that and then posted somewhere. We do not. We, that's our rule. We do not post it anywhere okay. and we do not give any recordings out. Uh, okay. The reason is that you know, the engagement will absolutely drop if, mm -hmm. if I just give it out as yeah. content. I, I don't want, I want Got the engagement. It. I wanted people to be openly sharing um, mm -hmm. their troubles, their concerns, their, you know, wins oh, yeah. uh, freely without it being exposed to the world. Got so it. it remains in the group and it's only, um, and not even shared with each of them. It's just uh, recorded for our own purposes, but we don't mm -hmm. uh, give that information out and stuff like that. So totally. Masterminds was actually the entry point into speaking. Um, yeah. And then, you know, got an opportunity to speak on the stage and then got an opportunity to speak at another stage and oh, one nice. thing led to the other and then started this whole movement of like just sharing content, you know, like. Mm -hmm. And then Amazon actually reached out to me for the Accelerate conference. Oh, wow. uh, and uh, that's how I, I got to speak at Amazon. Um, I post a lot on LinkedIn and, uh, you know, freely share uh, any tests that I run, any, you know, any topics that are of interest to me. Uh, anything that I realize is happening on Amazon, I kind mm -hmm. of post about that. So, um, yeah, and I, I don't necessarily, I'm not like aggressive on LinkedIn. Like, it's not like I have to send out one <laughs> post every day kind of thing. Yeah, That's yeah. not it. I just do it in a natural sort of way, whatever, you know, is important, top of mind. I kind of go there and share it. Um, um, so, yeah, I'm not really concerned with like, you know, getting uh, thousands, thousands of followers or anything. I'm just doing my bit uh, to help and mm -hmm. serve the community. That's great. I think this is also the best way of really building the community and like just sharing really something that is valuable to, to, to the audience, to the people, something that can help. Like, I also don't really like the gurus who are posting every single day about waking up at 5 a.m., grinding till the end of the day, right? Like, I mean... <laughs> there's yeah. too much of those guys on linkedin much, right yeah. so yeah, actually, exactly. actually yeah that's great and it's crazy that amazon invited you to, to become a speaker in such a nice conference uh so congrats yeah. on that thank um, you <laughs> <laughs> and yeah um yeah so ritu i have one um question now regarding the global expansion so i know that you're running your business internationally so obviously the software um this can be international without doubts, but yeah. the agency services, you are serving um, clients from all around the world. So regions like Europe, North America, Japan, Australia. And I wanted to ask you about the PPC strategies, like overall advertising uh, on those marketplaces. Um, how is it like, do they differ actually, or is it all like kind of the same thing? Yeah, I would say for the most part, they're very similar. Like uh, mm -hmm. Amazon has made um, all of the, you know, the platforms, all the markets use the same kind of 
logic and it's very similar. There are exceptions, of course, uh, like, for example, in Japan, the algorithm has to work a little bit differently because mm -hmm. of how the, the language is structured. They have oh, four yeah. scripts. So, you know, Amazon has uh, evolved quite a bit and has been able to understand those four scripts by now. Uh, mm -hmm. But there's still differences. So you, you need to kind of know those, um, you know, script script differences. Um, also in Japan, like the words are, you know, running into each other. So there's no spaces between the words. So how does mm -hmm. the algorithm know the word has ended, new word has started, there's no kind of space. So there's those sorts of differences that come from the language. But in terms of like general availability of all the different uh, ad products, uh, they're pretty much the same in most markets. Uh, some new markets might be using an older version of whatever we see in the new markets, mm -hmm. uh, in the, sorry, in the established markets. Uh, but those are small and we can usually know very quickly that this works, this doesn't work. Uh, to give mm -hmm. you an example, um, uh, the auto campaign, right? Auto campaign has four targeting groups, close match, loose match, substitutes, and complements. Uh, but some of the new markets that Amazon has, um, you know, just kind of rolled out, they are still using the legacy auto campaign, which is kind of surprising to me. I would have thought they, they would transition everyone to the new um, auto campaign, but they haven't. So Mm -hmm. Those sorts of differences, like small differences. Okay. Uh, or let's say in Canada, you don't have uh, posts, uh, even though US has posts. Maybe some beta users have posts, but not everybody does. Um, so yeah, there's little differences and it's just a matter of finding out those and just uh, changing your strategy mm -hmm. accordingly. Yeah. Got it. Understand. And now for actually the, I, I don't know how to name it, maybe expansion services or something like this. Do you actually also guide your clients on like, okay, now you actually grew. Now you are selling a lot on like US market. It's it's time for you to consider other marketplaces and we'll help you out with, with the expansion. Do you also um, do those kind of services? Um, we only have an exception for Japan because I have mm -hmm. a background there. I used to live in Japan, okay. so I understand the market. Uh, so, yeah, I think J Japan is probably the only place where we um, help with um, expansion. We also have like mm -hmm. a full uh, partnership worked out okay. in Japan. Uh, so we help people from you know, the beginning till the end. Um, and not all of us, all of it is done by PPC Ninja. Some of those steps are done by our partners, but because we worked it all out, the timeline and the partnerships, it's easy for people to say, okay, let's work with PPC Ninja and their partners. Uh, we also worked out some discounts and things like that so that they get a better deal with working mm -hmm. with us on that. Uh, but we essentially are focused on advertising. And in order to help with them with advertising, they have to first be in that market. Be there. So, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I was so thinking if this is something that works both ways, right? I mean, if, if you yeah. are growing some company and it is doing pretty well, I, I thought that you may also like suggest uh, expanding to other marketplaces because in the end, if someone adds marketplaces to its portfolio and you can manage them, it's also a business for you, right? Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, we and we mention it whenever we can. Um, mm -hmm. But a lot of times, uh, sellers have a pretty good idea of like where they want to go next. You know, like people okay. in the U.S. generally look to Canada and Mexico first before they jump the pond and go to Europe. Uh, Europe mm -hmm. also has some challenges with VAT and um, you know yeah. regulatory <laughs> stuff that needs to be you know first cleared before they can even start selling. And then Japan has hurdles like language and stuff like that. So yeah, wherever 
the you know our customers feel comfortable in expanding um you know we mm-hmm. basically add extra value in terms of our knowledge but we don't necessarily say hey now you should do this uh, that's generally not our call um as much as it is theirs yeah yeah i understand yeah. now i want to ask you more about your um one-on-one coaching and then the mastermind right like i really overall love the way you are running the business because it really seems like a whole ecosystem right i mean here you have a software here of the agency which works with the clients and at the same time you actually educate uh people in the community so this all kind of really seems like a nice working ecosystem. So let's focus on on this. You already mentioned that you have those uh, private calls with the community, right? Uh, the mastermind group. Um, could you tell a little bit more about it? Like what exactly is it? How this works? Who can join? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the mastermind group is uh, open to um, sellers who have uh, some amount of sales coming in through PPC already. So it's not for the absolute newbies it's not for mm-hmm. someone who's never done advertising before it is it assumes that you are past the initial hurdles of campaign setup or understanding what is a sponsored product ad or a sponsored brand ad so you have to be past that stage uh in order to take advantage of like the conversations because otherwise you'll be like lost uh yeah. so that's the the, the 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 only criteria we have and then the other criteria is that we work with uh sellers no, and we're not necessarily doing this for like VAs or agencies it's mostly for sellers um in some cases like sellers tell us hey can i send my VA she's my main person or he's mm-hmm. my main person uh in which case we'll be fine with that but for the most part it's a community for sellers um mm-hmm. and then uh the other thing is once people have uh, finished one round of mastermind they are also welcome to join again So what ends up happen is, happening is that people sign up over and over again for the same content which is kind of interesting because mm-hmm. the content is the same like we have a four week program uh where we talk about different aspects of advertising um and everyone knows this like everybody knows that this is what we're going to cover mm-hmm. but they still keep coming back which is like a great way of uh staying in touch with Uh, what's Definitely. latest as well as I mean you can come back and ask new questions right so exactly. I think there's all the value in that yeah there's new flavors to the same conversation that are useful and helpful so I have mm-hmm. people coming back six times seven times even uh, at this point uh, so yeah. I'm like hey you wow. know the same content you don't have to come back but they're like no, 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 so that's good it's good that we you know have a, a community that stays with us and then we've also created a telegram group uh to go with that so um you know all these people then join the telegram group and mm-hmm. they continue to ask questions some of them are using our software already uh so they ask those kind of questions as well and mm-hmm. just in general like any ppc related things they're very helpful they help each other out as well i jump in as much as i can so there's um you know there's interaction on the telegram group well, almost every other day there's someone or the other asking some question uh so it's a, it's a healthy kind of um you know balance we have there um and then in terms of like one on one coaching i don't do that anymore i used to mm-hmm. but i ran out of time <laughs> unfortunately yeah, i only I can have for hours <laughs> and i've so much to do and it's yeah so i i i don't do uh coaching anymore 
Um, mm-hmm. On s- some, ex- you know, exceptional cases, I, you know, I might ask someone from my team to help someone maybe um, mm-hmm. for a paid coaching session for a, a few weeks, but that's about it. It's uh, it's not mm-hmm. like a full blown coaching uh, practice. Got it. Totally. But yeah, it's it's really great to have such a such a community and those mas- masterminds. It kind of reminds me of the times I I used to work for one like a bootcamp company they are actually pretty wild on youtube they have more than 1 million uh, subscribers and they had like the uh, online course and i used to be like a python programming like which is the programming language coach and i had my own students and every week i was just jumping on a call with them giving them homeworks re- revising like checking actually their what they did what they learned uh, teaching them new concepts so then I really felt attached also to them so that that's amazing and I wish we had it right now but it's extremely hard actually for the software business uh, when we are not actually really helping sellers to sell on Amazon right because our business is a little bit different we build tools but we don't really help them to sell right so you have to be already experienced and on and then yeah like it would be quite weird if we gather all of the people and just talk about software like they usually don't care they just want the software but they right. don't care yeah. about the tech so yeah. um but yeah maybe we'll figure this out at some point and and something like this will work i mean it's it just right. my dream to 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 create such a community and and um yeah answer their questions and concerns and everything um but that's great um now i wanted to talk a little bit more about your software and maybe if you could compare it because you already said it's actually quite uh simple compared to also like those huge advanced ai tools and you have more control so i wanted to touch a little bit on this topic so especially right now i mean at uh, amazon accelerate but also other conferences there's more and more of those um tools that they pretty much i mean the companies they they are saying okay we have this advanced ai algorithm for running your ads so you don't have to do nothing and now you're the ad expert you're also as you said i mean now expert into data science so ai is in the end very connected to uh, data science unfortunately a lot of people don't really know it, especially now in the ai boom they think that it's just magical ai but now this is right. all data this is all like uh, math and and like models and so on so i just wanted to ask you about this trend and about what do you think overall about those tools that they claim to run your ads on autopilot um optimize and and pretty much yeah, do everything mm-hmm. for you yeah so um yeah first of all i think it's important for everyone to understand that that's not true ai it's um it's definitely a lot of uh, algorithms uh, mixed in with a little bit of ai maybe some sort of machine learning models and stuff like that uh but you know when you look at um automation uh campaign creation in bulk uh with just you know uh giving uh, like a, just a click of a button um it sounds all magical and everything but uh, you know i've talked to people who have consumed that sort of software um and then realize that you know it's not perfect like there's so many irrelevant campaigns created there's thousands mm-hmm. of campaigns created that just hang around and it uh, creates like a little bit of a maintenance overhead um just look, looking at all those campaigns uh, i'm i'm definitely not against the idea of creating mm-hmm. uh, a lot of campaigns because um you know the more control you have uh, over like single keywords and things like that the better it is you know for um for managing the outcomes but um you know with that said like can you actually create uh, 1000 campaigns per asin it's a little 
unrealistic plus you're going to hit your caps at some point so for small sellers it might be okay large sellers probably you know not at some point um but anyway uh, just talking about our software in comparison to um the ai's uh, the the so called ai softwares um so our software gives you a um a fully transparent um uh, view into your ad data so uh, you know, I like to say that it's like, uh, you know, Excel on steroids, because if you if you understand bulk files, then you will love our software because our software does not require you to download a file and then create filters and then put macros on that. You don't need to do any of that, but you have the same flexibility in a UI format. So imagine having a UI with you know, a sheet or a, like a view with only campaigns, uh, another view with only keywords across every single campaign, mm -hmm. another view with only targets, every single target, and, and so on. So we have a lot of these views that you can take action on. So they're fully actionable. Yeah. You can set filters and say, hey, um, find me all my targets that have an A cost greater than X percent, or uh, find me all the campaigns that have uh, an ACOS less than some percent. So I can do like a bulk operation and change mm -hmm. the placement modifiers on those from X to Y. Uh, or I could change all of their bidding strategies from let's say down only to up and down because they're doing so great. So a lot of filters, a lot of bulk actions all at once is it makes it so easy for anyone who knows what they're doing. But let's mm -hmm. say you don't know what you're doing and you you just want a software that can give you bid recommendations. Well, we have the right tools for that as well. So people who don't want to do uh, all of this, you know, manipulation of keyword bids and stuff like that, we have a bid optimizer that gives you bid recommendations daily. Uh, mm -hmm. And these are not uh, changing your bids every day. It doesn't mean that your bids are changing every day for every keyword. It just means that based on data sufficiency, we're picking up those keywords that are ready. Once they are ready, they are shown on the view and we calculate mm -hmm. what should be the target um, bid. Uh, what is their current bid? What is their target bid? And in order to meet their target ACOS and uh, they can just uh, go through that list and accept it, or they can just tell our software automatically accept everything. So we give them transparency, but we also give them the option to fully automate that bid optimization process. So that's mm -hmm. a second kind of um, weight lifted off someone who is like, let's say not fully confident on what they should change, that's bid optimization. Then we also have other types of optimizations like budget optimization, placement optimization, and bidding strategy optimization. So there's four of those together with uh, all of that it's it's really convenient um, mm -hmm. and you can set them all uh, to manual or auto it's up to you mm -hmm. you know so if you do it in auto mode you barely need to spend any time you know all you need to focus on is picking the right keywords and making yep. sure you start the campaigns that you know take care of everything now for campaign creation we have a, uh, a we have um, an automated um, uh, sheet it's a google sheet that you can simply in, enter your keywords and your targets and say what average bid you want for uh, for them. And it will just generate the bulk file for you. It's like takes mm -hmm. five minutes. You create a yep. bulk file, you download it, and then you upload it to Amazon, that's it. So you can create um, you know large number of campaigns all at once 
simply by adding your list of keywords and our um, our automated sheet will, will split those keywords up into groups, uh, you know, no more than uh, 15 uh, keywords in a campaign. Uh, and we have a structure, which is one campaign, one ad group, and then a bunch of keywords and one product. So we can specify that as well. Uh, so it basically we support you on all aspects of PPC um, management with the flexibility of full transparency. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things that I want to say, which is very different from everybody else on the market, is that our bid optimizer is based on data sufficiency, not time look back. So time look back is where people say, okay, download the last 15 days uh, report and see whether the ACoS was good or bad or whatever. Uh, That method is 100% likely to be inaccurate. Uh, The reason is that in that 15 day look back window, you will have some fast moving keywords and some Mm -hmm. slow moving keywords. The fast moving keywords, you're already too late. 15 days is too much. On the slow moving keywords, you might not even have enough clicks to decide and you might inaccurately or incorrectly say that this is a bad keyword just because it had Mm -hmm. eight clicks. It doesn't mean that it's a bad keyword. It could have a low conversion rate, which means that you might need a little bit more uh, clicks before the first conversion happens. So in our system, we actually look at um, time in terms of clicks. So we don't say how many days have elapsed, we say how many clicks have elapsed. And that's basically our secret sauce. And mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of the way we are able to predict uh, correctly at the right time, uh, which keyword is ready for a bit change. Uh, we don't do it any sooner or later than it should mm-hmm. be. Yeah. That's very interesting. I, li- I like this approach, yeah. Very nice. Um, so I assume you also for, for your agency services, you are also using your own tool. Yes, absolutely. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that, I mean, that... that doesn't mean that we don't use other tools. We also use Helium 10, uh, for keyword research because mm-hmm. our tool doesn't have keyword research. So we use that for, uh, our keyword. Re- we also use data, data dive, which is mm-hmm. another, um, intelligent tool that gives you information about which keywords to go after. Yep. Uh, so we do use a few. We also use Keepa for price tracking, things like that. So, yeah, I think we all need to use multiple tools and not just rely that's on for one. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's that's for sure. And I think that right now there, there are some of those aggregators that what they are trying to accomplish is really build like this one ecosystem, ecosystem where you actually can use just uh, tools from, from one group, right, uh, kind of, right? But I don't know if it will be possible, like there will be always a new problem and there will be always a new company to actually solve it. And I think it will be just impossible to like have this one company that solves it all, right? I mean, you have Helium, you have Jungle Scout, you have Carbon 6, I think three three cults, like, and maybe there are some more. And I think they are all trying to accomplish that this one thing that, yes, we have all of the tools to solve all of your Amazon like business issues and like automate everything, but yeah. Right, I don't yeah. think it will be possible. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, we don't think there's going to be one tool that solves all the problems because there can't be. Uh, things are changing mm-hmm. all the time and software is always going to be lagging in some aspect or the other. So you're kind of relying on uh, a software w- vendor to be on top of things and to catch up with the latest, um, you know, new releases all the time, changes, this, that. So you'll always have that problem of something or the other is out of sync. um, Or you might end up spending a lot of money just to get that all-in-one functionality, which is very uh, 
you know, it's most people won't be able to afford it, right? Mm -hmm. So what we have done right now is we're uh, we're talking about this concept of data room. Uh, data room is a place where uh, our ads are basically ad data is pushed as time series into data room, and then we import um, uh, you know organic data with a different. Uh, partner uh, through uh, like a pipe that brings mm -hmm. that organic data also into the data room. Um, then we also have other partners like Keepa API or other APIs that give you data about, you know, price or keyword rank, things like that. We bring mm -hmm. all of that together into a data warehouse, which we're using uh, BigQuery for. So BigQuery is a product by Google and it is pretty much free. <laughs> you know, yeah. if, you, if you know how to set up data room and we help people basically set up data room. So if anybody in your audience is interested, they can reach out. The data room will help them connect all these data sources and then they can build visualizations using uh, Google Looker Studio, which used to be called Google Data Studio. Um, and that's yep. the kind of model that we're promoting and following ourselves. Um, and I think that is a more agile way of going about it than trying to align with one of the big players who has everything, which yeah. is either going to be too expensive or you have too many uh, bells and whistles that you don't care for, or it's going to be uh, uncustomizable or it's going to be laggy, you know, in features. Yeah. So. You can take. You are absolutely your... right with this. Yeah. yeah, we we had a lot of requests actually, just mm -hmm. to build a very simple visualization tool. We also like released like a reporting solution for vendors, just yeah. basically gathering all of the data from both APIs, like uh, SP API and Ads API, and aggregating it in a nice dashboards in a Power BI in a, in a browser. It's like Looker Studio, I just just right, right, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're you're right. I mean, simple is better than complex. This is yeah, like yeah. Uh, something I I always tell to our clients um so yeah first i think go always and try to do solve the issues as simple as possible and then once you are good there try to look for for more complex solutions right uh, yeah. so but yeah ritu that was really awesome uh, thanks a lot uh, i think that was a very valuable session and now for all of the listeners like if you could just tell where people can find you um how people can maybe apply to your mastermind or try your tool. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm very active on LinkedIn. So you can uh, search for me, my full name, R-I-T-U-J-A-V-A. -A. Um, so you can follow me there. Uh, you can also reach out to me there. Um, and then if you're interested in our uh, mastermind, um, the um, information is up on our website. So ppcninja.com. Uh, actually, there's two PPC Ninjas, so don't confuse. There's another PPC Ninja that does Google Ads, and their website okay. is something different. So just one word, PPC Ninja. But, but you have the dot .com domain, yeah, right? we have the dot .com domain. That's great. That, yeah. I, I, I guess that was pretty expensive domain, right? <laughs> it was, it was, yeah. The, the, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so you can go to ppcninja.com, and then uh, in the footer, you'll see Mastermind sign up. So you can go look for PPC Mastermind to sign up for that group. Um, and then if you want to do a free trial of our software, um, in the right top corner, there's a sign up button. So you can actually go there and test it out. We give you a 14 day free trial for our ads, uh, ad software. And uh, lots of agencies are using it. They love it. Uh, so I would highly recommend you you try it out. And uh, if you have any questions, definitely you can reach out uh, to me uh, or to our support team, support at ppcninja.com. 
Awesome. Thank you, Ritu. I will make sure to include the links and information in the description of this podcast as well. So it's great to have you here. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you so much, Jacob, for having me. Great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.